your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Early reaction on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double-t-97.3.com for that or the mobile app. I do have a question for our uh, our gals in the audience today of what their expectation is for today. Is there expectation of flowers or just acknowledgement, um, you know, card, nothing uh, will you be disappointed? Will you be happy? Uh, or is it, or is all this Valentine's day past you? Just curious. So all of our, all of our, uh, all of our gals in the audience, and we've got a good number cause I, I, I see them, I talk to them out and about, you know, when I'm at various, various locations. Oh, I just love Jamie. I mean, that's usually what it starts with. I love Jamie. Um, Let's see. With regard to my coin flip loss for a washer and dryer, it was the principal after you didn't walk him out and say that you would go a little cheaper. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, Troy says this, the coin flip in the movie No Country for Old Men was life or death. Uh, It was for Buddy Holly, too. I'm sorry? It was for uh, uh, Waylon Jennings and Richie Valens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Turned out to be that way. That was a coin flip. It turned out to be that way. I mean, if... I don't. I, th- I think if they'd have known that that was going to happen, they'd have probably said, "Hey, uh, buddy." Yeah, let's, let's all get off the plane. At let's that all point. get they off this plane. Yeah, happen. yeah. I, I imagine that would have been the result if right. they knew the result. Let's take the bus. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody says this with regard to my Huey Lewis opened for Jimmy Buffett, or it's closed for Jimmy. J- the Jimmy Buffett closed for Huey Lewis. I think it's more accurate to say he opened for Jimmy Buffett. Maybe in your mind. I mean, I enjoyed Jimmy Buffett, but. Huey Lewis in the news, man. When he came out there and he leaned into that microphone at that Frisco Stadium and there was this pregnant pause and that, I don't know, 10,000 people, whoever many were there, he just, he just kind of looked at him with his sunglasses and he leaned into the microphone and he said, my name is Huey Lewis and this is the news. And they went right into heartbeat of rock and roll. And it was awesome. I've never heard of uh, the term closed for. Well, I, I, it's something I came up with. Oh. Uh, it's something I came up with. Okay. I've never I was, heard of an act that's yeah. like, hey, there was the main act, yeah. and now here's something else as you're walking yeah. out. Well, <laughs> well, it was a Jimmy Buffett concert, and Huey Lewis was also playing, and the, um, the parrot heads that were there, um, the more that I said... Parrot heads. The more, that's what they call themselves. They call Ooh. themselves the Jimmy Buffett fans. Parrot heads. Parrot okay. heads. Okay. The more that I said that Jimmy Buffett was closing for Huey Lewis, the more irritated that they got. And so that just fueled me. Okay, that just fueled me to, to kind of spread that good news. And I don't know, just, it was irritating people. And I, and I think even the, even the lucky lady got a little irritated with me over that. <clears throat> but I enjoyed Jimmy Buffett. But you, keep, but you keep saying it. But I kept saying it. <laughs> and you still do to this day. I just still do to this day. Uh, Pepsi Man is out and about this morning. He said, good morning. Guys from Coleman, Texas, wherever that is. He says, tales never failed. Okay. Uh, this, Jamie, 
There are two possible choices on a coin, hence 50-50. Chuck, I don't believe that's true, LOL. Uh, it was heads in the Super Bowl, tails in the overtime. Okay. So in the game, it was 50-50. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, this is this is not this is not good. Chuck irritates me every morning. But if you're trying to do it, I'm then... not trying to irritate people every morning. You know. Uh, this here's I, the thing. He's listening every morning. Right. He must enjoy being irritated by you. <laughs> well, maybe that maybe that's the lucky lady on a burner account. Could be. <laughs> you annoy her when you wake her up before you leave. Well, she wants me to wake her up and let her know that I'm leaving. I always feel guilty. I feel really bad when and she, when I'm waking my wife up, getting ready. Yeah, you know, I I'm most happy when I walk through the bedroom after I leave the restroom mm-hmm. or the or the bathroom, I should say, and mm-hmm. uh, and she's still asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. My lucky lady and I went to Quartz Mountain Lodge Resort on Lake Lugert, Oklahoma, north of here. Great Valentine's dinner, dance, ballroom gala. We got snowed in Sunday. Great Valentine present for both of us. Hashtag Happy Valentine's Day. Quartz Mountain Lodge Resort. That yeah. sounds fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cutest girl I ever saw was from Coleman, Texas. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Very good. You know, I'm sure they have some cute girls there too. I mean, they have cute girls everywhere. Generally speaking, I don't think so in College Station. You don't think so? Think okay, not in college. Rule of thumb. Not in college. That's a rule of, rule of thumb. Just totally joking. <laughs> I am gonna go on a limb. <laughs> totally joking. No, no. I am gonna go on a limb mm-hmm. and say that that texture who says the cutest girl I ever saw was from Coleman, Texas, married that girl. And he's talking about his wife. Oh. Need a day to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this Netflix doc on We Are the World heavily featured Huey Lewis. I don't want you have to go and ruin my morning for me. I've heard it's really good. I really do, do want to check it out. The We Are the World Netflix doc. Mm-hmm. Man, I just, I got limited desire. Uh, Big 12 basketball from last night. Your next opponent was in action last night. Uh, number 10, Iowa State went to Cincinnati and. Defeated the Bearcats 68 to 59. Okay. And, you know, just it just speaks to kind of how difficult it is to win on the road. Iowa State went 28 of 59. Cincinnati 19 of 50. Ooh, ouch. Uh, five of 18 from distance for Iowa State, nine of 23 for the Bearcats. Iowa State got to the free throw line eight times, hit seven. And uh, Cincinnati was 12 of 17 from the line. Uh, rebounding wise, Cincinnati out rebounded them, thirty-eight to twenty-four, including fifteen offensive rebounds. So, the other thing about Cincinnati is they had five blocks in the game. They're active, but they turned it over twenty-five times, and Iowa State capitalized with twenty-six points off of turnovers. That'll do it. Yep, and uh, Iowa State only turned it over eleven times, and Cincinnati uh, capitalized for fifteen points off turnovers. So. That, that 11 points is, you know, a big difference in the ballgame, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, and this will be something to watch on Saturday for Texas Tech, Iowa State pounded it inside. They had 36 points, 36 points in the paint. And uh, Cincinnati just with 14. 
So that whole points in the paint and points off turnovers, that's that's a, a, a I'll tell you what's a factor tonight for the Lady Raiders are points off turnovers. They've got to figure out a way to get some offense off those turnovers because um, their, the, their last time out against uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State had 21 points off of turnovers. The Lady Raiders had 13 points off turnovers. But Oklahoma State turned it over 21 times, and you only had 13 points. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech turned it over 14 times, and Iowa State had 21 points over turnovers. So, I mean, because the, the other thing that that leads to, and it has at least it has for the Lady Raiders, is a big factor has been what happens after the turnover. Okay, so it leads to open threes or fast break points. And the fast break points in that game against Oklahoma State on January 10th was 20 to 6. 20 for Oklahoma State and just 6 for the Lady Raiders. And it's kind of like the other night, uh, you know, for Texas Tech, when you lost to, uh, when you lost to UCF, uh, Texas Tech had 10 points, just 10 points off of 18 UCF turnovers. Meanwhile, UCF had 22 points off 22 Texas Tech turnovers. And you had 11 in the first quarter. So, I mean, you just got to figure out a way to be better in the first quarter, better to come out of the, out of the, out of the tunnel, so to speak. I'm just from those numbers. I think the limiting the turnovers would be more important than the point. Absolutely. But I mean, if the other team's going to give it to you, you're allowed to score two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, but if you had 22 turnovers, yeah, no, you're exactly right. We cut that in half. We're doing a whole lot better. Absolutely. And some of those are forced. And some of those, unfortunately are unforced turnovers where you got somebody breaking the wrong way, going left and you're throwing right, or you dribble it off your foot or you just, because we, you know, the other teams have have been pesky, persnickety, have slapped the ball out of your hands. Yeah, it's kind of like Jamie and I were talking yesterday about the Tech Oklahoma game with Patrick Mahomes and someone was complaining about Patrick Mahomes' pick in mm-hmm. the first quarter. You scored fifty nine points. Maybe it wasn't the offense's fault. I used to love this song when it came on the radio. Captain Antonio, love will keep us together. It's big, a good one. Big big hit in junior high. I never had any love in junior high, though. I had love, but it didn't come back to me. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is February the 14th, 2024. Here is Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. To be honest, when I was putting this one together today, it made me check the sports calendar for today. Okay. Because um, you'll notice a theme very, very quickly. All right. 1960... The second Daytona 500 took place. Junior Johnson survives a 37-car crash on turn four to win driving a John Masonani owned by Chevrolet. 1971, the 13th Daytona 500. Richard Petty wins his third Great American race, goes on to win the inaugural Winston Cup title that year. 1993, the 35th Daytona 500. Dale Jarrett driving for Joe Gibbs Racing wins uh, from Dale uh, wins from Dale Earnhardt and Jeff Bonney. Nineteen ninety five, Portland Trailblazers trade Clyde Drexler to the Houston Rockets, mm. who end up winning the nineteen ninety five NBA championship. 
And we got to live through the OJ chase during Game 5. 2004, the 18th-ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders Ooh. let Kansas State surge back from 13 points down to trail by three at halftime before they would go on to an 82-71 to win. Andre Emmett had 26 points and 10 rebounds for his seventh double-double of the season. And in 2019, Oklahoma City guard Russell Westbrook made a, uh, makes a triple-double, 44 points, 14 rebounds, and 11 assists in an NBA record 11th consecutive game as the Thunder go down 131-122 to in New Orleans. There are times when we get to the food section that we have to scratch our head and wonder why mm -hmm. today, not one of those days. Happy National Cream-Filled Chocolates Day. Oh, nice. You a fan of the I'm chocolate? I'm not a fan of anything with cream in it. You're not? Okay. Except whipped cream. I like that. Happy birthday to Simon Pegg, who is 54. Jim Kelly is 64. Mm. Drew Bledsoe, 52. Jadavion Clowney, 31, which sparks me to the old Sesame Street song, which one of these things is not like the other. And uh, Teller from Penn and Teller is 76. That's the one that doesn't. That's the one you don't like. Yes, because he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk at all. Not at all. He just sits there. Well, he's, he does all the tricks. He does all the tricks, yeah. So we don't like him because of that? He just, Chuck I mean, can't it, talk to him. He's tricked up. I mean, he doesn't talk. I mean, like, cat got your tongue? Come on, buddy boy. I bet you I could make him talk. Well, he does speak when he's not performing. Like, he, <laughs> like he's done interviews. Okay. I've heard his voice. But when he is performing, Penn Gillette talks. Teller does <clears throat> the magic. Yeah. They... So he's more about action than words. They uh, did a feature on on him during the massive amount of pregame shows that I... There were times during the Super Bowl pregame show where CBS irritated me when they got political or things like that, and I just went Why over to the NFL network. they talking about Penn and Teller during the Super Bowl pregame? Because it was Longest in Longest running Vegas act. Yeah. And they had a little Wayne Newton, a little Dunker Shane. I would, I would go see, I think, Wayne Newton if I was in Vegas. And, Jamie, they had to fill 19 hours of programming. You can only break down what's going to happen in the game for so long. I have so many words and opinions right now that I'm just going to I'll tell you, myself. The, the, the history of the NFL today was spectacular. All right, guys. What famous death would you like to hear about today? St. Valentine's Day Massacre in Chicago. That's one of them that we could discuss. We could also discuss <coughs> Captain Cook. Or, you know, the original one that brought on St. Valentine. Oh. So which one of the famous deaths on Valentine's Day would Who you like to hear Who was the about? second one? Captain Hook? Captain Cook. Cook. He was the guy that uh, basically discovered Hawaii for the Europeans. You, know, you can't really discover something when there's already people there, but, you know, for the Europeans. But we didn't know that there were people there. They did. The people that were there knew they were sure. there. But they didn't probably know about Europe either. I'm just saying, they didn't. How do you discover something when there's people already there? They didn't have the internet or... So which one would you like to hear about? Serious question. Let's go to the original one. You want to go to the original? Well, yeah. in 270, we think, on February 14th, Valentine, who had been conducting forbidden marriages because it was forbidden 
um, in Rome at the time because Roman soldiers weren't going off to fight because they were too concerned about their wives and their kids, uh, was executed on February 14th. Ooh. Now, again, in 270, we think, in truth, the exact origins of the identity of St. Valentine's are very unclear. According to the Catholic Encyclopedia, at least three different St. Valentines existed. All of them martyrs, all mentioned in early martyologies under the date of February 14th. Wow. Once one was a priest in Rome, the second one was a bishop in uh, now Italy, and the third St. Valentine was a martyr in Roman province of Africa. Legends vary on how the martyr's name became connected with romance. The date of his death may become more aligned with the festival of Lupercara, a pagan festival of love. On those occasions, the names of young women were placed in a box from which they were drawn by the men as a chance as chance directed. In 496 A.D., they didn't the, flip a coin. The, po- the Pope decided to put an end to the festivus, mm. the festival, and uh, <laughs> declared February 14th to be celebrated as Saint Valentine's Day. Mm. And that is this day in sports. Sounds like nobody has any idea. We're just we just made it a day. Mm-hmm. Catch it on quick, Jamie. Something happened somewhere once. We don't really know when or who, which country, which continent. But, hey, we're just, here's a way to sell some cards. chocolates in a box. Yeah. Or to get rid of a pagan holiday from the Catholic Church. Chocolates in a box. But that is the stay in sports history. All right. The stay in sports history. All right. If you uh, have a thought or a comment on any of our activities today, you can hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double T973.com for that on the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open. Uh, this, okay, from one of our one of our, our gals, our gal listeners. I usually receive flowers in a card. This year, I requested a trip to Arlington to watch the Red Raiders play baseball. So we are leaving Saturday after watching the Grand's Little Dribblers game and have tickets to watch the Red Raiders on Sunday. We will be listening to the Red Raider basketball game on the way. Happy Valentine's Day with a little heart. Mm, sounds like a good weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, happy Valentine's Day to you, too. Good luck too. to your little dribbler. And good I luck hope, to your little dribbler. I hope he dunks. <laughs> Isn't the point of little dribblers is they don't shoot? They just dribble? No, they, no, they play. No, I'm thinking of the You're thinking the of the pips. pips. You're thinking I'm, of the I'm pips. Of the pips. Yeah. That's my point. I, I just... I think there's just little to no value in that. I mean, dribbling is important, okay? You don't think that improves ball handling? But they don't ever shoot. The pips well, never the, shoot. Well, maybe they take the skills that they learn in pips, and they play in little dribblers also, and they do shoot. But it's hard to get a shot up if you don't have handles, and you can't create an opening with the ball in your hands. I've never, ever seen a former Pip make a Division One basketball roster. You have no idea. <laughs> and you stole your Pip's opinion from someone else anyways. Well, no, I, I agree with him on that. I agree with him on that. Uh, somebody wants any update on Warren Washington. No, no, maybe no news is good news on that. I would assume that's the case. Yeah, I think more it doesn't more, mean that he's one hundred percent ready to go. But or playing Saturday, you would think that if it was serious, that we would know by yeah. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. 
7.15 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. A couple things here from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. This 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 makes me sound bad, but it's I guess I guess that's how it came out. <clears throat> Chuck hating the pips and complaining about Lady Raider turnovers is hilarious when the pips develop fundamental hoop skills to prevent turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> that's some, someone's making a really good point there. <laughs> Uh, yeah there you go uh any of y'all going to the chicago concert friday yes we are uh i can tell you what the last song's going to be 25 to 6 to 4 and they do a great they do a great job with that you're going to hear all the all the chicago songs that you want to hear including does anybody know what time it is i love that song does anybody know what time it is i was 716 chuck huh 716 thank you thank you um, here is my annual PSA for, for this particular event, which will also be Saturday, and we're going to that. I bought tickets, did not get them free or anything like that, so don't, don't hate on me, but I'm going to give you just a friendly heads up. And I think they've put them at the appropriate time when nobody will be there. Um, the annual Lions Club Pancake Festival is this Saturday, Okay. I think it's it's a great event. I mean, the Lions do awesome work uh, for um, local folks here and at charities and giving the money back and getting everything donated and flipping pancakes and sausage and all that kind of stuff. You can buy bacon this year, Jamie. Nice. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to see them, here's the time to go. If you don't want to see them, here's the time to go. So I'm trying to be... Half glass full, okay, on this. The West Texas Square Dance Club will perform at 3 o'clock on Saturday at the Civic Center. So if that's something that you enjoy, that's your time to go get pancakes and sausage. That is so not who I thought he was going to be talking about right now. <laughs> I thought for sure he'd be going through our guys when where they were flipping pancakes. That. Like when Jeff's going to be there. I have no idea. There. You Are have no idea when gonna, that is? Are our guys going to be there flipping pancakes? Some of our guys are going to be there, yeah. I think uh, Wild is going to be there. Okay. I, I don't know when. I was not asked. Uh, Vince is going to be there with the Boy Scouts. Okay. In an unofficial celebrity capacity. Okay. So Are you going to be there flipping? No. Will I be there eating? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jamie's unavailable because he's got baseball duties on uh, Saturday. I'll, I'll have some pancakes for you, Jamie. Are you a pancake? Good. Are you a fan <laughs> of the pancake? I like pancakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sausage. Or bacon. Or bacon. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can buy some cotton candy while you're there, too, if you want to. It goes great with pancakes. Sugar up the kids. Well, sometimes the kids, you know, they look at the pancake and go, I'd rather have cotton candy. That sugar doesn't affect the kids anyways, Mm-mm. right, Chuck? No. Uh-oh. No, not at all. That's why you serve on my pancake. <laughs> Old Fire, do you have that one on the list? This list keeps getting longer and longer and longer. <laughs> well, we've got to get him caught up. He's missed, yeah. you know, six years of the, you know, seven years of this program before he started listening. So we've got to get, yeah, we got to get all those lines that <clears throat> we all know and love. Yeah. Uh, Make this, sure we get them saved for posterity. Yes. Uh, Chuck, do you know if you can buy tickets at the door? Sure you can. Those lions aren't going to let you. I mean, they're going to, they're going to have their hand because they're trying to raise money for charity, which again, I'm good with. I was not able to find a place to buy tickets otherwise for the Pancake Festival. Yes, Juan. Go to the go. You can buy them at the door. And I don't think they jack you for any more at the door than they do if you were 
just to run into a lion. But usually you can't you can't swing a dead cat without running into a lion. You know, and they you know what they call the head lion for the Lions Club? I love this. Lion boss. <laughs> You'd be Lion Jamie. <clears throat> would I? Yeah, you would be. If you were a member. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd be Lion Chuck. I would. Mm-hmm. Lion, not lying. Lion. Only Tech Kansas games. Yeah, all right. 719 this morning here on the Morning Drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about Miles Coles, uh, Tyler Owens, and Adrian Taylor Demerson uh, getting invited to the NFL Combine? That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, and here here's the thing before you say, well, the only three. Well, there's only 321 that are invited to this. Now, I don't know how they come up with 321, but that's that's the number that they invite to Indianapolis. Uh, and this year, the NFL Combine will take place February 26th through March the 4th. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, it's the seventh consecutive year, according to the tech release, that multiple Red Raiders received Combine invites, and it's the ninth straight where at least one Red Raider has been invited. Um Last year, of course, you had the highest drafted defensive player in school history with Tyree Wilson as he was selected seventh overall. You're not going to have, I don't think, you're, you're not going to have anybody drafted in the first round this year. That's that's really hard. Yeah. That's really, really hard. But Not like you've had that a lot. No, 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 no. It's not like you've had that a lot. Uh, so they're looking to, um, however, uh, you, you do have this going for you. At least one Red Raider has been selected within the first four rounds, uh, four straight years. So over the previous four drafts, so you had Wilson last year, you had uh, Jordan Brooks uh, late in the first round in 2020, Zach McPherson and uh, Eric Izukama both picked in the fourth rounds of the 21 and 22 drafts, respectively. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that uh, that's pretty cool. So, uh, we'll, do you think we're going to continue that? I th- I think your I think your best bet at that, and I don't think so, but I think your best bet at that might be Daydream Taylor Demerson. I would say so. I mean, he's yeah. the most impactful of those players. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. We'll uh, we'll see what happens with the with the NFL draft. Which will be in April, and it, and I'm not sure where it is this year. Might be. It was in, I think it was in Vegas last year. Anyway, so that's uh, that's that's coming that's coming up. Uh, Seven twenty-two this morning here on the morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t dot com or the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too at eight zero six seven seven one zero nine. Seven three. Um, we'll have uh, Red Raider baseball for you on the air Saturday as well as they take on Nebraska. That'll be a two thirty broadcast time, three o'clock first pitch, and then Sunday it's uh, Texas Tech and Oregon with a two o'clock broadcast time and two thirty first pitch from Arlington. Um, of of the two, Nebraska and Oregon is Oregon the better team. Oregon is, you would think, will be better than Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they're, most of the polls are 
Right outside the top 25, right around there. Yeah, they were a team that hosted Super Regional last year. So, good program. Do you uh, do you expect a uh, a lineup to be, in, in terms of like who's going to pitch, do you expect Coach Tadlock to announce that in advance? Would that be something he would talk about today? Who's going to start on Friday? He's meeting with the media today, and he, he may announce that today. I think that's absolutely possible. If you had to guess? Um... I think I'll be surprised if Kyle Robinson doesn't start on Friday. Um, I think also Zane Petty is going to start somewhere on the weekend. That would surprise me if he didn't. I think that um, Matt Hewer, the freshman from Georgia, I think Jack Washburn, I think Max Huffling, the transfer from ACU, those would all be guys that would be option for the third spot or, or guys that you would consider using um, as starters on Tuesday and Wednesday also. So those those would be my guesses. So let me ask you this. Do you th- if, you, if you had to, you know, if you gave him truth serum and said your ace of the staff is right now and you, your expected ace is, is it Kyle Robinson? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so – so he's your he he would be your potential Friday night guy depending on how they want to pitch it. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy that I would I would lean towards being the Friday guy. But well, you've got uh, it sounds like just in listening to you, it sounds like you have more depth this year. It sounds like you're healthier going into the year pitching wise. You're hoping so. Knock on wood, right? Right. It feels like um, you've just been killed by that over the last few seasons. So hopefully. Um, Hopefully this is the year that uh, things can turn around and you catch some luck in that regard. You're due. Yeah. You're due. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's Question of the Day, brought to you by someone not named Jamie. Yeah, that's me today. I I ask you a lot of questions, but I have an official Jamie Question of the Day question for you today. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The College Football Playoff Board of Managers uh, is expected to vote next week on uh, the model for the 12-team playoff. Uh, it would include the five highest-ranked conference champions and the next seven highest-ranked teams. It's a format change that uh, could get unanimous backing it needs if the Pac-12 agrees to it. The Pac-12 is down to just Washington State and Oregon State. And they've been the holdout in this process, asking uh, for uh, legal issues to be sorted out, et cetera, et cetera. So um, do you like that five plus seven model? Yes, I'm a fan of that. Um, take the five highest ranked conference champions and then um, the next best seven teams so there's no talk of automatic bid for the highest ranked non-power five or anything like that just the next best teams that seems seems like they're Making it really simple. Shocking. 
Yeah, I'm 100% in on this for all of the same reasons that Jamie just said. Um, I've always hated where, and, and this goes back to sometimes even in the BCS, where it's like, well, it's not fair for these other teams that aren't a part of the BCS not to be invited to the championship game. Well, you're not part of the club. I'm sorry you didn't pay your membership dues. That's how clubs work. Like, that's the way things go around here. You you have a choice. You can make a decision to join the club. That's allowed. And then we got conference realignment, so some of that conversation went away. But the, the propping up the non-Power 5 or propping up whoever just to, to get them a, a, a chance to get smacked around by Alabama or Georgia or Oklahoma or Texas or whoever you want to uh, – Ohio State, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer University, whatever, whoever you want to play them against to get beat by them just so they say they have a chance. If you've got a legitimate argument, yes, you should have a chance to get into that. Florida State should have had a chance. Like, but – Cry me a river for teams that don't play a power five schedule, want that are undefeated that want to get in a national championship game. And and part of the payoff for this for Washington State and Oregon State is that they will continue to receive the full power five revenue dis- distribution, which is between five and six million dollars per school. So they're asking to receive that next amount, that same amount in the next college football contract. Um, not knowing what their conference affiliation will be, but that's probably not going to be determined uh, initially. So it, it keeps um, the Pac-12 from having an automatic berth is what this does because there's no Pac-12. But if they're one of the top five ranked conference champions. Right, if the Mountain West or whatever, then they would. Then they would but the other thing that they get is that they're still going to get paid. You know who else doesn't get an automatic bid? Southwest Conference. You know why? They don't exist either. It's <laughs> <laughs> a real good point, Jeff. No, I, I understand. And I think what, what, what they've done is they've protected themselves just from a money standpoint for the next couple of years because they're the ones that, you know, when the, you know, when they played musical chairs and they had X number of seats, they, they were they, they were, were left out. Seat. Yeah. They were left out. So, I mean, on one hand, it's like, you know, they got – get the screws put to them by their big brothers, you know, with, you know, USC leaving and UCLA leaving. And then the others going, well, <laughs> Hey, if the, those two guys are going to leave, then we got to leave too. And so then you have Arizona, Arizona state and Utah and blah, 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 Oregon. They're all, they're all gone. So they're like, okay, now what do we, what do we do? We're the outposts here. And so they've at least protected themselves for a couple of years you know, from a money standpoint until they can kind of get themselves. Yeah, it makes sense what they're trying to do. <clears throat> rectified, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's the that's what's probably going to happen kind of moving moving forward uh, with regard to the college football playoff. So 5 plus 7 uh, looks to be the, the model. So it's the five highest-ranked co- conference champions and then the next seven highest-ranked teams in the 12-team playoff. So the question that that you have, so obviously there's SEC, there's there's Big Twelve, there's ACC, and there's Big Ten. So you have four, mm-hmm. okay, four conference championships there of the four Power Fives, mm-hmm. okay. So here is my question or my issue. When we had the Pac-12, this was easy, okay. Pac-12, yeah. blah blah blah, okay. Who who do we think that next highest 
conference champion is going to be? Like, what conference is it coming from? And where do you think they're going to be ranked? Because it does feel like they're just kind of pulling the wool over our eyes here and going, okay, Liberty ranked number 22. Right. You're in. Okay. As a conference champion of what? Conference USA. Conference USA. Had no clue. All right. Right? And so, meanwhile, teams 13 through 21 aren't getting in. Right. Well, it... But Liberty, because they won the Podunk Conference, Mm -hmm. is in. So, that's the part I don't love. Yeah. It's... It does hurt that it's only 12 as opposed to 64 with the NCAA tournament, but there's conference champions that don't deserve. Well, only yes. because they're conference champions, and sometimes it's just they won their conference tournament, and they could have been fourth place in their conference, but won their conference tournaments. So they had four good games, mm-hmm. and they're in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Now, granted, it's 60, well, I guess it's 68 as opposed to 16. And that's kind of the fun of... There's part of that that's fun in the NCAA basketball tournament because you get some upsets and all that kind of stuff. But again, you mentioned it. There's 68 teams involved. Okay? When you're just talking about 12, okay, if I'm 13 and 22 is in and I'm not, yeah, I'm irate. If that's us as Texas Tech fans that's finishing third or fourth in the Big 12 Conference and finishing 15th, Oh, we we all know that there's not going to be a third place Big Twelve team in there, right? Okay, whatever. Yeah, okay, but if <laughs> but you're there's no guarantee you're there's going to be fifteenth or yeah. whatever, you were a good team. You whatever. Let's say Tech went ten and two this year, just missed out on the conference championship game, and was ranked fifteenth. All right, but Liberty ranked in the twenties is in. You don't think that we're all going to lose our mind over that? Oh sure, but then we're all talking about it, which is what they want everybody doing is I mean but so basically what I'm saying Jeff is they're I'm kind of going back on what I said initially because they're basically doing exactly what we talked about that we don't want that mm-hmm. we we hate that they just guarantee the highest ranked non-power five and because there's not a pack 12 to be that fifth power five it's what's going to end up it's going to be the same right right I mean, there's a chance every once in a while, back in the day, Utah or TCU would have been ranked in the top 10 and they'd have been deserving to be in those 12. But, I mean, I'm just going off of recent years. How many of those have been top 10 teams that were the highest ranked non-power five? I mean, wasn't Liberty in the 20s last year? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere Lucas White is just cursing me out right now so bad. Well, and here and here's the other thing that's finally that's finally taking place, which you would have thought this would have happened a long time ago, but the the Pac-12 is finally working on separating itself from its commissioner George Kleoklov, which you would have thought that would have been done a long time ago. Whether they settled with him or just fired him without cause or fired him with cause for not paying attention. Oh, but they're finally working on separating from him, which makes a ton of sense because there's really not anything left. It's like, hey, George, there's really nothing for you to commission. Nothing for you to kill. <laughs> nothing for you to commission <laughs> left anymore. For you no, you commissioned the crud out of this, literally. Yeah. There's no more crud left. Yeah. Yeah. 
your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Great to have you with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. We come to you from the First United Bank studio and look forward to hearing from you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to Double T 97.3. Dot com for that, or the mobile app, Visual Edge IT Hotline is open too at 806-771-0973. Do you feel like it's been a long week? Feels um, like it's taken a long time to get to Wednesday. Uh, I, I feel like I've had a lot going on, and I've I still got a lot to get done, so no, it feels like it's speeding along. Okay, speeding along. Mm-hmm. It's It's been... Uh, I feel like it's drug for me this week. I'm sorry. So that, that's all right. I mean, I just, I mean, I just, you know, don't have a whole lot to look forward to this weekend. So, I mean, I, I do some, but some I don't. You know, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to going to see the new Foster Pavilion in, uh, in Waco. See what that looks like. If only there weren't three baseball games this weekend in Arlington. I know. They could have, like, you know, massive impact. Mm-hmm. Maybe massive is a big stretch, but an impact on your Red Raider baseball season yeah. for how things could be looking forward and, and get a really good idea of how good this team is for Chuck to watch on TV. And well, if I only mean, one I'd of those games was I'll, on Sunday afternoon, I'll that would be awesome. Listen to them on Double T 97.3. That's what I'll do because I want to hear Jamie, I want to hear Gus. Then I want to listen to a little hacks from Ames, Iowa, Hilton Coliseum. But nothing um, to look forward to this weekend. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of coming. I'm coming down off the high of football. I'm sorry. I think the uh, Foster Pavilion. It's it's definitely different. I mean, watching the game last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a different view. I, I think. I, again, I've seen a lot of people who are really hate it. I think I would say I don't hate it. I think I prefer others more, though. Okay. Um, I have talked to a couple of people who have been there, and they've told me you're going to love it. So that that it's supposedly really nice. So we'll see. Well, it's brand new. It should be really nice. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean... <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm sure somebody spilled some Coke or popcorn already, but I mean, spanking new. <laughs> I know, but that's what I've been told that, that you're gonna that you're gonna really really yeah. like it. Yeah, but for for us that are just watching the games yeah. on television, I'd, it's definitely a different look. Again, it's I don't prefer it. I prefer a lower camera angle. Yeah, it's, I'm with you on that. But I, I'm, it's not driving me nuts. Okay, I, I'm I don't with, turn I'm, away from the game or anything because of it. And, and it's not like you're watching every Baylor game either, right? I'm not. I I was rooting for Oklahoma last night. Yeah. Um, it's just, Chuck... you know, which is goes against my religion since David Collier and I just can't stand each other so much. So. Right, yeah. right, right. He took a little, what, he took a little exception to my comment yesterday when I called him the, I can't remember what I called him. Didn't call him the trusty sidekick. Called him the trusty assistant. Trusty assistant, yeah. He didn't like them. Uh, is Chuck Would just you having... like to be called that? 
Well, I mean, I wasn't. Is it a compliment to almost anybody out there to be the trustee <laughs> assistant? Well, I mean, I'm I'm the I'm the trustee sidekick to Mark Finkner. I understand my role. That's my role. Yeah, right, tr- but we're talking about you? assistant. Who's trusting me? <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, you know, I just call myself the sidekick to Hex, yeah. Hex and, and you. I don't know if anybody's really trusting me. I don't. I think we trust you, and you we trust. Okay, I think we can we can all say that. Uh, I don't Chuck, know. He hired Clint. Mm-hmm. There's questions. Mm-hmm. I I think Clint's a pretty talented guy, actually. Of course, regardless he would. of where he's from, father's sticking up for his son, just Who, like he's supposed. Who's to. this Clint you speak of? Never heard of him. Yeah, regardless of where he's from, I mean, uh, is Chuck just having post-football season depression? Maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit. There's a lot going on this weekend. Goodness, I know. I just, I mean, I've been in a little bit of a fog, so I mean, it's, it's all right. Uh, let's see here. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to WTNHCenter.com. All right, uh, high school basketball last night. Uh, friendship advanced on the. They beat uh, Pebble Hills, eighty to thirty-five, and uh, Monterey advanced on beating Caprock seventy-two to seventeen. Lubbock Cooper advanced on beating Plainview eighty-seven forty-three. Uh, those among the scores from last night. I'm aware there were others. On the boys' side, they finished up the regular season, but Lubbock, Lubbock Cooper Liberty is still involved in an opportunity to make the playoffs. Um, Childress beat them last night, fifty-eight to forty-two, but they're going to have a coin flip to see if they get a buy to play a play-in game, and then the play-in game winner will play the winner of the coin flip for the right to get into the playoffs. Right? Correct. So they could end up playing one game on Friday or a game on Thursday and losing and being done, or a game on Thursday and winning and then having to play again on Friday. And the other two participants in this are Slayton and. I don't remember. Oh, I think you said Roosevelt. Okay. Yes, it was Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Okay. Roosevelt. Yep. Okay. All right. So that's that's what's going on there. Uh, Monterey was a winner over Cooper last night. Lubbock Cooper sixty-two to fifty, and Coronado beat uh, Lubbock High last night seventy to fifty-three. And then the Estacado Matadors, who will be involved in the playoffs, they won by fifty over Big Spring last night. I wonder if they ever think about just hey, it's we're at the half here. Nothing's really going on. We're winning by thirty-five points. Wave the white flag. There's no reason to play the second half. No? No. Probably not. No. No, I don't think that's the look you want for your team. I don't think that's the message you want to send to your players. I think you want them to say, okay, hey, let's let's keep competing. Let's give ourselves a chance. Let's, you know. Play with for some pride here. Play some pride, right. See if we can win the second half and have a good feeling. Or even, hey, this is the last time you guys as a group get to play together. Sure. Go out there and have some fun and make and, something out of it. And you know? feel good about yourself by playing well in the second half. Yeah. I think there's a lot of messages there. I don't think the waving of the white flag <laughs> and let's just get back home is the message you want to no, send to the get youth. on the yellow dog and Coach head back Hines. to Right. No, you're, no, there's also the, you're right hey, on that. I know we're down by 20. Let's see if we can cut it to ten this quarter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, can't right. get it all back in the in the first in the third, but mm-hmm. let's get half of it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can get ten points, can't we, girls? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. And you, everybody runs out of the tunnel, and then you know, 
trip over their shoelaces. Yeah. But you still try. So, so yet you still say Coach Gerlick doesn't live? You let you give speeches to the team? She just not. <laughs> Motivational <laughs> speeches? She does not. I mean, comments like that, it just really surprises that, me, Chuck. <laughs> that's probably comments like that that keeps her from, every time she thinks about, eh, maybe, and then she goes, no, it'd be a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. Terrible idea. Absolutely. That's exactly why, I mean, that's why Tim Tadlock never has asked me to do it because he listens to the show and He's like, shenanigans with those three. Mm-hmm. Why would I want that guy talking mm-hmm. to our team? Yeah. 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 Puts a fence around the players. Don't even talk to them, Jay. <laughs> they, they hire extra security, like for shoot arounds and stuff like that. Just they've the got baseball team does not have shoot arounds. They, but, but they've got what they've got. What they've got is they got they've got one on me to keep oh, me okay. away. Oh, like, they do for yeah. basketball. Keep, okay. Keep me away. Hey. <laughs> Your your one job. See that guy over there in the white shirt and the tie? Keep him away from everybody. <laughs> we let him in, but keep him away. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.